We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, happy Tuesday, Rise and Shine Seamus Girlies. We are back with another podcast episode. I'm with my fellow podcast co-host, Kate Cleveland, as you all know. Kate, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, nothing like a Tuesday in New York City when it's hotter than balls outside. Um, I've just been sweating through all, all of my garments, and I question anyone who does not sweat through their entire life in the summer. Um, but no, things have been good. Uh, I've been back running without pain, which is good. I found this one product, which I posted on Instagram that like cleared a lot of my like weird hormonal acne. It's by, um, fuck La Roche Posay, uh, pussy, whatever La Roche Pussy. <laughs> um, it's like the Effaclear duo thing. It smells awful. It smells like curdled milk and you like put it on your, bu- I've always had bumps on my cheek, redness and whatever. And it's gotten better as I've like gotten healthier in my is body. Is it a but- serum? It's like some weird, yeah, it's kind of like a serum, but it's kind of like a ointment almost applicator. Um, it's not like a spot treatment, but I just put it all over my cheeks and I've been feeling good. And then I've been forcing myself to like wash my face more um, with the summer and just like wear less makeup. I'm truly just like on my blush and highlighter shit and like boy brow and that's it. I'm not putting on foundation these days, but that's my life. Um, how are you, dog? I'm great. Yeah, I feel you on the sweating thing. I get like really self-conscious about like all like the yellow sweat stains you get on like oh, white same. t-shirts. And I've been trying to oxyclean my shit. And I'm like, there's some t-shirts where there is no hope. No like hope. the stains are so deep in those threads. Um, so yeah, it's definitely back to just wearing athleisure, taking like five showers a day. It's been like unbearable out here, but we're not gonna complain no. about the weather because that's not what you always come to us for. Um <laughs> no, I've been great. I had my swim meet this past yeah. weekend, which for people who don't know, I like am part of an unofficial master swim club that has been so incredible and amazing for me. I like can't even put it into words, but we all finally decided to do a meet. It was long course, which for people who don't know is like twice the length of like a regular swimming pool that you probably have seen in your life. So it's 50 meters. And I had no idea what to expect. I feel like for anyone who has been a competitive athlete or like a swimmer before, like you probably like remember how intense, like 
club meets are like state swimming so I thought it was going to be like that but it was honestly like the most chill thing ever and it was honestly just like so inspiring there was like an 80 year old woman who like swam the 800 freestyle and the 200 IM there was like this 87 year old man who swam like the 800 and 400 and he was like really obsessed with our team spirit and he was just like you could just like gotta be doing this for like rest of your life it's like so amazing and so good for you and he had like his old friend who was like also a swimmer that like did the counting for him for the 400 and it was just like so beautiful to see just like all these people together that like just love the sport so much because like swimming is like kind of niche you really have to like seek it out and it's like you're not seeing people swim out in public like compared to running in new york i'm like oh my god like everyone runs or like right. tennis. like i feel like everyone plays tennis but like swimming i feel like is like a little bit more particular in that regard and i think for me like i'm really happy with my times i like my hundred breaststroke was really fun that was the first time i ever swam the 400 freestyle so that was just like an interesting race for me to like just see where I am. And then the 200 IM was like where I had like the most fun. And I think I'm like the most proud of. And what I think is what I'm happy about the most in terms of like my performance, just like the meet in general is that like I actually allowed myself to like have fun and like not beat myself up because I was really, really nervous about like not allowing myself to have fun or like to take it too seriously just because I think for anyone who, who again, who has been like a competitive athlete and like you want to like get back into like an old sport that you used to do. And like, if you start like, doing any other type of competition, whether it's like running marathons and everything. Like, I think it's like really easy for you to kind of like forget about like, or easy to like, you know, shake off the joy and like only focus on like your results. And yeah, I, I, I'm really proud that I had fun. And like, it was the first time where I felt like really just like calm and in a competitive environment. And yeah, we all got like dinner afterwards and I was just like a very supportive day. So catch me doing more master swim meets. It was a great way to kill a random Saturday. So I might do one on, on August 5th and then perhaps in September, but yeah, shout out, shout out swimming that has like cured all of my, my problems. Slay. No, I love that for you. It's been so fun to watch you get into it. And I remember like if we were to listen back to our own podcast, which God forbid I don't do. Um, but I remember like the episodes when you're like, Oh, I really want to find like a swim place and whatever. And like, it's become such a cool thing in your life. Um, and I, I love that for you. Um, yeah, swimming. We, I could, I could not, bestie. But uh, love, love that for you. But you can jump rope. I did. I uh, went crazy mode and jump roped. I've just been forgetting I have a jump rope. I could get into like a full too long don't read type shit about like my physical therapy, but. I've been having a lot of calf issues. I have not had like many pain-free runs. And so jump roping you'd think would really hurt my calves, but I've been going to PT and it's all about like pelvis rotation. If I, I mean, the CMOS girlies will fucking care about this. You guys are like mobility bitches, right? I have like a misaligned pelvis. And so it causes me to like run in a really dorky way. I have this weird thing with my body and my hips and stuff. And so I finally like figured it out and to be struggling with something and like be so confused about like what the fuck's going on with my body post injury. Like I'll have one run. That's great. The next day I will feel like a piece of shit and just now I've had a week of like a week and a half almost of like good runs and stuff. And the fact that I was able to jump rope was like awesome. And then I had my run club on Saturday, which was like the most amount of people I've ever had at a run. A lot of CMOS girlies, a lot of like very cute girlies that were talking about health and wellness. And like a lot of people come and they make friends. There was two girls that came up to me at the end and I was like, oh, what are your names? And they're like, oh no, we just met like five minutes ago. And like, we found out that we went to the same college and this and that. So it's really rewarding. I think I'm stuck into my phone too often as nature of my job. And so it's really cool when I can see stuff out in the 
the wild. So TBD on that, but I had my jump roping era. And then basically the only other thing I've been doing with my life is posting on threads. Um, I'm sure most of you are on threads. I hope you are. I've gotten a few DMs of like, I'm not getting on it. I don't like Twitter. And I'm like, look, you don't have to like Twitter. I think it's just a, it's just a thing where now you get to see your favorite creators, like what their thoughts are, like not their little pretty pictures. And threads is an environment that is like, honestly, perfect for not only me, but also for CMOS girlies. Cause Emma and I have been talking about like the Geneva is so goddamn big. Instagram is like hard to be engaged with the DMS and we get lose, lose track of shit. And threads is our baby right now. I'm like, so excited to see what we can do on threads with CMOS girlies. It's such a blast over there. Yeah. I need to get onto the CMOS girlies threads account. I've been threading it up here and there. It's, it's, a lot to balance with Instagram and Twitter. I'm like, there's a lot of apps going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying the threads as well. I've been tweet, not tweeting, threading up some cheeky threads. I'm like, yeah. what, what's the, what's the verb that goes with threads? Threading. Um, I've been, I've been trying to be a thread fluencer. Like it's so funny when the app first down first was open, it was like 10 PM on Thursday. And I happened to be awake. I happened to be awake. So I just like stayed up till 1 AM on threads. And the first moment, like, please comment in Geneva or like DM me or some shit. Like if you were on threads within the first hour of it launching, because the app was so crazy because brands weren't on there yet. There was no like hierarchy. No one had idea how the algorithm was working. And it kind of was like a TikTok for you page, but for Twitter. And I was getting like the weirdest like things in my threads and I was like laughing my ass off for three hours straight when the threads thing launched um I still have I burnt myself out on day one of threads as I have uh put on threads as well so yeah let us know what you guys are doing but there'll be a lot of CMOS girly shit on the thread the thread universe yes there will be um I guess my last thing is food and beverage related because you always have to have one of those in the intros um seltzer with lime I'm usually a seltzer with lemon girl but um my boyfriend which feels weird to say. Emma, I'm like I, I'm like I'm, I feel like a teenage girl I'm like Mer, boyfriend what slay. um yeah that has been a new thing that has occurred in my life um but neither of us really drink and like his whole thing is that he always will order a seltzer with lime at dinner and I or- always will order lemon lemon wedges with my regular water but I've been influenced by him and just there's something so nice about chugging down chugging down and guzzling an ice cold seltzer in in the summer it's like just as refreshing and just as enjoyable as a glass of wine which i do enjoy here and there but like him and i are not big drinkers so like that's kind of our cheeky little fun beverage that we have when we go out um so maybe switch it up and have a lime with your seltzer um because i feel like lemons can get very boring and repetitive in terms of flavor and taste slay that's a good beverage i've been addicted to olipop and buying them way too often uh, and then I'm just on my element electrolytes. So nothing new over here with the Bevs, but love that for you. Um, today's podcast is kind of random. It's kind of random uh, trends, TikTok things, but I feel like there's a lot of wellness content that is trending, which we'll get into this episode. The three man things we're going to talk about is like this dude, Brian Johnson, who's trying to live till he's like a million years old, uh, girl dinner on TikTok, and then the cottage cheese, mustard, sausage lady uh circulating on tiktok because if you're on that side and your algorithm is all those videos like there's a lot of wellness shit out there right now so we thought what a better episode than emma and i to debunk some wild shit out there for you girlies yeah i'm excited i feel like i have been off twitter but i do know or not twitter tiktok but i do know about these things and the brian guys all over my twitter for you because i always get like all the crazy keto bodybuilding um just like the weird carnivore freaks that are all into what's the term biohacking sorry i don't know why that word slipped from my vocabulary just now um but yeah i'm excited to do a little recap and a deep dive into these silly goofy wellness related topics 
Indeed. Um, I will call you back and then we will get into today's lovely episode of the pod. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, CMOS girlies. Today, we're here to talk about magnesium, one of our favorite topics. Specifically, let's chat about Magnesium by Moon Juice. I've struggled to find a magnesium supplement to take before bed that has high quality forms of mag and actually tastes good in my bedtime cocktail. Magnesium is your nightcap for relaxation and sleep. It's made with three different bioavailable forms of magnesium and L-theanine, so you know you're getting the best quality sleep supplement in the game. The quality of ingredients are huge to us at CMOS girlies. The product is 100% traceable, third-party tested, and bioavailable, meaning that your body can easily absorb them. All you have to do is take one teaspoon in water every night when you need to chill, and it comes in two flavors of berry and blue lemon. Magnesium by Moon Juice comes with a range of benefits, including relaxation, sleep, brain health, and regularity. As an avid swimmer, I really love that magnesium is formulated with magnesium gluconate because this form of magnesium supports muscle relaxation. Plus, you're also getting L-theanine, which actually promotes alpha wave activity in the brain for calm. So that's really just the cherry on top. If you're interested in trying magnesium for yourself, you can use the code CMOSGRILLIES at checkout for 20% off. Once again, that is CMOSGRILLIES for 20% off your first order. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We are starting it off with a fellow man, Brian Johnson, fellow wellness god. Um, I don't know why I said fellow man now that I think about it. That doesn't make sense. But um, the man of the hour, Brian Johnson, who started this thing called Blueprint DNA. If you haven't heard about him, the website's like blueprint.brianjohnson.co. He's a dude that has done this intense amount of biohacking. And on his website, kind of his tagline says that, Two years and millions were spent developing Blueprint, which is an algorithm that takes better care of me than I can take care of myself. Now you can build your autonomous self as well. And so if you go on here, you can join the waitlist to like get his starter kit, which hasn't come out yet. But basically, he's created this anti-aging protocol to like add so many years to his life. But the amount of shit he does is very crazy um this idea is that he wants to live like a better quality life which i totally get that like you don't want to live your life with health ailments and in pain and stuff but he's trying to like biohack himself to be really old and he spent two million dollars doing all of this biohacking shit and so on his website it has all of his results of like these optimal outcomes for different biomarkers and then like what his biomarker age is i think people have heard of that concept uh within epigenetics of like what your biological age is versus what your what's the other one like your um chronological age yeah and so he is making himself a lot younger than how he actually is when it comes to age um and so yeah it's kind of um strange now he has there's this twitter thread that kind of explains what he does that emma and i will go through and we can like link it if anyone wants to read it for um, yourself, but he spends $2 million a year to be 18 years old again. In 2020 run, he reduced his epigenetic age by 5.1 years in seven months, which is a world record. And so here are his 13 steps for a long, healthy life. And we will uh, comment on it, uh, of course. So um, kind of how he, what his approach is, is that he doesn't make any decisions, but he measures his organs through hundreds of different medical tests. First of all, the fact that you have access to hundreds of different medical tests is like wild. And so he uses these as like an algorithm to dictate his choices throughout the day of like, okay, I've tested it. And let's say this food is the best thing for every single one of my biomarkers and eating it at this precise time and eating it in this precise way and doing this certain thing with my body is like exactly what he has to do. He has 30 doctors working with him. Um, And so it's kind of wild, but to start off with his diet, at least daily, he eats and also like trigger warning calories, eating disorder for every single one of the topics we're talking about (laughs) today, like this and girl dinner and the cottage cheese lady. So for his diet overview, it says he consumes in a or uh, eats in a 6 to 8 hour window so he's intermittent fasting. He has 1977 calories so he doesn't hit 2000 calories. He's a little under. Uh, 100 plus pills. He has 3 meals in a day and he's vegan except for collagen peptides. His head doctor and son do blueprint diet with meat. And so it's at about a 24% caloric restriction and his food cost is $44 a day. Um, the first thing that sticks out to me is one, he's really under eating and he's intermittent fasting. And also he has to take a hundred pills. Um, so obviously none of this is like once, first of all, none of this shit is going to be achievable for the average person to do. Mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine taking a hundred pills in a day. That's a lot of fucking pills to swallow. Um, and then it looks like he starts his day off by a certain drink called the green giant, <laughs> That's which is this list of things that i'm about to read off is psychotic and whatever here we go um water 20 ounces spermidine two tablespoons of chlorella powder 
amino complex, 7.6 grams, creatine, 0.5 grams, collagen peptides, 20 grams, cocoa flavanols, 500 milligrams, Ceylon cinnamon, one teaspoon. This costs nine dollars and 91 cents to drink which is like crazy i bet it tastes like fucking garbage dog shit um i'm interested by the cocoa flavanols i wonder if that's just like a hyper um um if that's just like a ton of uh like antioxidants or polyphenols or whatever um and then spermidine, interesting choice there. I would love to know kind of like the science or reasoning behind all of this. Because it's like if you're drinking all of this plus also taking 100, 100 pills, pills, I'm like, there's got to be a lot of duplicative work here. Yeah. And then my thing is like, I don't know how he lives his day, which is one of my biggest kind of critiques of this like extreme biohacking. It's like, okay, you're biohacking to live longer, but 90% of your day is swallowing pills and like sitting in a fucking tree pose, I bet, or like hanging upside down like a monkey or like in an infrared sauna so like are you really why are you lengthening your life if you're going to be spending it you know they say like you sleep for 20 percent of your life and you spend like 10 percent in the shower or some shit like that maybe the shower that's not that much but he's probably spending five percent of his life drinking green giant <laughs> like and also it's like you really want to live that long in this world no. i'm like with climate change like it's this weird thing that dudes particularly have in the health and wellness space and it relates to their views on climate change which is like i have more power than mother nature i have power to biohack and extend my life and i have the power of everything it's like a very supremacist view of the world um his next meal is some sort of sludge bowl which honestly like it doesn't look that awful in this photo that they made, but it has black lentils, broccoli, cauliflower, mushrooms, garlic, ginger, and then it is like a smoothie bowl. So it has also apple cider vinegar and lime and cumin, but then it has dark chocolate and olive oil. I'm like, whoa, look, I've made some mush bowls in my day, but I never, ever, ever would think to put black lentils, broccoli, cumin, apple cider vinegar and dark chocolate together bro i bet like half of those pills that he has to take is to, like to help him with like digesting yeah. all of this fiber yeah uh the next one is uh called nutty pudding it sounds like emma and i made this up as a joke um he has milk almond milk okay shut up milk um uh, macadamia nuts uh cinnamon sunflower lectin cocoa flax seeds walnuts brazil nut berries okay this one is like a normal pink smoothie this looks like some erwan bullshit nothing too crazy here it's just like when i look at this meal i'm like not that any of these foods are bad and stuff but i'm like it's interesting that having one tablespoon of dutch cocoa yeah it's so specific and also just like the lack of protein which like there's probably some reasoning why he doesn't eat like animal protein or just like very low protein to begin with yeah Um, but i'm like i I personally would not be full from this uh no and then the third meal varies sometimes it's an asparagus almond beet salad sometimes it's a stuffed sweet potato Sometimes it's an orange fennel salad. Um, So the next one is about supplements. I already told you this, but he takes 104 pills a day to round out his diet. His goal is perfect nutrition. Calories available is a limitation. I don't know what that means. But his supplements in a day are 1124. That's a lot. But also, like, some people will get a lot, like a smoothie that's $11 a day. So I don't know. I mean, that's a lot. That's, like, crazy vibes. But I know a lot of people just you know food food um food access and supplements and price is all kind of variable and stuff i thought his supplement shit would be way more than 11 dollars a day considering the fact he's taking a fucking 104 and then the next thing is sleep so this is one thing with like the biohacking dudes where i'm like they're toxic as hell and they're leading men to have like disordered behaviors with shit but like 
at least some of them talk about sleep. Like that's cool. Like out of all the, like the the bat shit stuff they do, like at least they're saying that like you should sleep. He has like this blue liking blue light blocking glasses. He has a one hour downtime before bed, same bedtime daily, blacked out room. He sleeps alone in a temperature controlled mattress. That's like not that weird. I mean, the you know, like that's kind of normal in the scale of everything else he's doing. Fitness. Um, the goal is to flex and stretch every muscle every day. Now, this is like crazy shit. Like every muscle in your body. I mean, that's a cool concept. But once again, like this is not applicable to the average person to have time to do this. And frankly, his blueprint thing, he could take this $2 million and donate it to any any cause of his choice. It could be houselessness. It could be poverty. It could be food insecurity. But he's like, no, let me make a perfect optimal diet because the average person is never going to be able to follow this plan, afford this plan. And who has the time to flex and stretch every muscle every single day? It is like he doesn't even want to be like accessible with what he's kind of mm-hmm. preaching. Um, I mean, it's kind of sick. I mean, it's it's like David Goggins-esque where you're like so invested in like mobility shit. But I mean, it like does give off science human experiment, which I'm like, that's kind of cool from like a science lens. But yeah, I think also there's like so many like morals and ethics that I like don't entirely agree with. Cause like you said, $2 million is a lot. Also, I'm like, how do you have time for this? Like you have to just be like the ultra rich, ultra wealthy in order to like, even attain a fraction of of this lifestyle yeah and that's interesting his next thing is skin um so he does face wash he has different serums he has tretinoid or tretinoin whatever it's called i forget um and he has these there's this twitter thread has these weird photos of like his face age and how he's like turning his cellular age back in his face so the daily routine it's he has his green giant and 54 pills he works out for an hour he then has super veggie skin oral hair eye care work and then he travels to work, whatever the fuck he does. Um, nutty pudding, third meal, 34 pills a day. It says the process of his daily routine takes four hours a day. Okay. Um, now, the other thing on longevity that are extra categories is like exercise often, sleep well, eat clean, and avoid self-harm. So that's what the breakdown of his uh, diet is. I just, my whole thing, one, like Emma said, why the fuck do you want to live to be 150 when we live on a climate? A- a planet that is fucking burning um two you could donate all this money to help people but you're very selfish and greedy to like biohack yourself while the rest of the earth burns down and then lastly like if you spent your whole day biohacking in this rigid way like how much of your day to your day can you actually enjoy thus i find all of this to be such a um scam and not worth doing and not worth us like in the public eye like caring about this type of shit so Dude, i would be so bored doing this i would be so sad doing it like no way he's actually happy no and like i mean you know it's not he like, definitely is, like is, is, he's not having sex like well that's the thing i was just gonna say like as we've talked about in the blue the blue zones episodes that like community is important and having people that care about you and stuff and like regardless of if he's like trying to fuck or not like you're still not gonna have friends and family because you're so rigid with your lifestyle and yeah he has to sleep alone he can't sleep next to someone that fucks up his sleeping protocol so like it's weird. And I've seen him on like health and wellness, um, like podcasts and shit like that. And he he's like very weird how he talks too. I'm like, did this happen because of you're doing all this weird shit now? Like you've changed as a human? I have no idea. He kind of reminds me of Dave, Dave Asprey. Like they're yeah. both just like so far removed and so hippie woo woo that I'm like, you guys aren't real people. <laughs> like they're really living in like a bubble. Like it's really giving that movie Wally where I'm like, yeah, you're not actually like 
in society the way you're acting no no not at all um okay i guess we can get into girl dinner which i'm sure all the girlies have probably seen on tiktok by this point the new york times also recently wrote an article which i'm like that did not need to happen like at all what does that say about society um so i guess for people who don't know this trend if you want to call it that really started off as like a girl sharing like how she eats just like a ton of snacks throughout the day and like being too tired like at the end of the day to like make a proper meal and just like wanting to enjoy like the basics um so it's definitely like eating just like a little smorgasbord plate versus like a proper meal and in the new york times article it was explaining that like girl dinner is really just like snack plates that is meant to be like made by one person for one person so for like all the single girlies are like these are to be enjoyed when like your boyfriend isn't home and they definitely just look like grown-up lunchables I would say for the most part, every single TikTok video that I've seen of this, it's like a handful of nuts, some olives, cheese, maybe some tin fish or like some crackers. Yeah. Um, I personally feel like these meals look really sad. Like granted, I eat some like sad, depressing slop as well, but I think just like more from like a lack of abundance and like a handful of almonds and fruit is like not a meal. Like let's like get that together guys. And like, I get, yeah, sometimes maybe you're like too lazy to like make something, um, but I just feel like all these meals that I've seen is like really a reflection of like how women are expected to look and eat in society, which is like to be like tiny and dainty. So it's like, look at my little like chimp monk plate of hazelnuts and dark chocolate. Yeah. It's giving like that coquette. Is that how I say that word? Coquette core where it's like, I'm so mm-hmm. dainty. Like when people are like, I'm so small, I can't fit, fit into Brandy Melville stuff. Like, you know, I'm making jokes about that. But literally the fact that we still like make jokes and it's so much of the discussion, I feel like is just all about like women's bodies and food and like food having a moral value if you eat a lot or a little. I think it's interesting that this trend started in a very... Like, in the way that, like, yeah, I sometimes am exhausted and just snack and eat random shit. And, like, the idea of having a girl dinner, like, I'm like, yes, I love to just eat some random shit, not have to cook anything. Like, I'm tired. I got home from work or whatever. But it is weird how, like, something can start with different intentions and then on social media. Now it's, like, pro-Anna blogs are posting their girl dinner and it's, like, a cigarette and a Diet Coke. And they're, like, my girl dinner. And I'm, like... Here's the thing about every sort of what I eat in a day, diet stuff, food stuff. If you're like a CMOS girly, you've definitely seen this content before and you know your own relationship with it and you know how to dissociate from it. But my thing is like every time that this content goes out and is on a random person's for you page, there is opportunity to expose a new person to having of questioning their relationship with food and body image that didn't have that previously. So mm-hmm. like, I don't care if all of your friends know that like, oh, I shouldn't only eat like two almonds for dinner. Like there are new people that are getting this every day and then getting ideas. Like if you have any, I think if you have any like empathy for people with eating disorders, if you've had one yourself or someone in your life, or like you understand that it's really tough to like stop people from you know to change your behavior if you are going through it yourself and so when this content is getting thrown out to people I'm like it is it sucks that like so much of our so much of our so much of our society is used to this content on their for you pages all the time but there's just people that are now developing this today because it's all over TikTok yeah and I think it'd be interesting to see what like the male equivalent of this is like I'm sure boy dinner TikTok is gonna start I've seen a lot of boy dinners and it's like I, I'm just envisioning just a 24 ounce steak or just like rice, chicken, and broccoli. Yeah, I and again, just like goes, was... goes about it. Just like goes to show to like what like really the stereotypes are and like the expectations of like how both of the the two the two genders are expected to consume food. Yeah, I commented on like a guy that was like, "What do you think a boy dinner is?" And I was like, "Chicken and rice." Like that's like not to be obvious, but that is uh, what a boy dinner is. 
So yeah, I mean, it's interesting that also I feel like as women, a lot more of our hobbies and habits and like the ways about our life are exposed more. Like we just share more about ourselves, I feel like, than guys do sometimes. So it is interesting that there's not like a slew of dude content creators that are like, here's my guy dinner. But I will say on TikTok for like probably this whole year, I always get a what I eat in a day and it's like what I eat in a day, no junk from the standard American diet. And it's like a dude that's like what I eat for breakfast, half a banana, steak, honey. And then the lunch is like butter, steak. Um, What are some other I'm, ones? It's like butter, steak, sauerkraut, like five medjool dates. dates. Um, uh, And they always eat everything off of like a like a booze uh, wooden cutting board. And then dinner will be fucking like organic pasture raised chicken and sweet potato and banana with more honey and bee pollen yeah um so it is weird that like yeah there's that type of dude content but um i don't know it's just it's weird in the ways that we share about ourselves on social because like i think when you share about yourself on social media you're trying to connect with people and like create some sort of reaction or community or anything and so it just sucks because i know the intention of a lot of people with girl dinner isn't to like post stuff that's supposed to trigger other people but i think this becoming a trend on tiktok has given a green light for a lot of like pro anna people to like use this as a way to spread their yeah. shit and be like what do you mean i was just having my girl dinner it's like no some of us are posting like funny girl dinners with adequate amount of calories and shit and some of you guys are strategically like making it so it is like way yeah. little food also like i know food is like an important part of our lives like we need food to live but like i'm so tired of Wouldn't like just food content i'm like can you people just like eat your fucking lettuce bowls and whatever like, buddha bowls and just like move on with life like i am not posting anything that i eat ever again like i just like no. can we eat and like move on with life and just like share silly little content i don't know i i think i only really have a place that a place for like recipe creators like people that make beautiful food videos yeah. but it's like for the average person to post what you eat like, like for who I, I don't care if you had an rx bar at 11 like fuck like i okay like do you want a gold star like i don't actually care about what that. are you trying to prove here yeah it's weird um and then the next one which is a whole thing on tiktok and i feel like this trend has kind of lived the longest on tiktok um there's a woman that is like a i don't even know her fucking account handle but i'm sure if you just search the words like cottage cheese mustard into tiktok you'll find this or like parts of palm whatever um she started making these videos of like here's what i eat in a day because like weight loss is so hard for me or something like that i have to eat in this way or my digestion hurts i have to eat this way because you know make really giving a lot of rationale for how she ended up eating food this way um her videos never came up on my for you page i only got them as stitches of other people uh on tiktok but she eats cottage cheese with warm scrambled eggs and mustard often and like post videos of her consuming it on like plates and stuff and it's like here's what i'm eating for breakfast here's what i'm eating for dinner and then she'll have like hearts of palm which are notoriously like a very low calorie like no nutritional value food um that a lot of people are like this is my like like she's like oh this is like eat tastes like mozzarella sticks or that was like that tiktok trend last year it was like if you did dip hearts, hearts of palm. palm in balsamic yeah um, so yeah this creator has started posting these videos about cottage cheese and mustard and shit and sausage and just like her eating habits a lot of people in like the fitness weight loss space are like oh my god these are such great ideas like i don't ever know what like high protein low calorie snacks i can do i should start eating this and then the other half of tiktok is like yo if this is what it takes to be skinny i don't want to do it um like this is disgusting this food is crazy and i'm just like this is once again why do we care so much um mm -hmm. i think it's hard to like it's hard when you're a consumer of content of like realizing that 
when I choose to engage with stuff, I'm going to see it more. This creator is going to get more views. They're going to feel more emboldened to share it. And it's kind of hard to like not like or not comment on a video that is kind of like reactionary. Like it's trying to get a reaction out of you for her eating fucking warm eggs with cottage cheese. But now it's this whole thing on TikTok and now there's people making like videos about their shit. And it's just kind of this ugly side of TikTok where it's just like disordered eating normalized to a degree. Yeah, it's extremely, extremely normalized. And it's like, there's no police on TikTok. It's like, right. how do you even like stop that that type of content from going on and on and on? Um, and then Nor- it kind of gets into like the full conversation of like, well, should we all like have like personal responsibility about like the content that we post? And like, granted, like we all have free will. So it's like such a touchy subject. I don't think anyone like has the answer. And I think we're just like digging ourselves into a deeper hole. Right. And there's really going to be no way out. And I don't foresee it getting better really at all. Well, and there's this whole thing that, like you said, with um, viewer have discretion to like watch stuff. And, you know, if you make a video, it's not your intent to do, et cetera. But um, yeah, it's just it's so weird that all of us are exposed to this shit all the time. And like there's no rules or police or red legislation that's going to come in and fix this. And also, I don't think there's a clear cut answer of how we could fix this because it's like, OK, every time a video with cottage cheese and mustard gets on TikTok, it gets flagged and taken down. Like everything is such individual disputes when it comes to this content. I think it's just more concerning that disordered eating content is rewarded on social media. And it is a problem of the creators, but it also is a problem of like a lot of people engaging with it too. Um, I'm not saying the people that engage with it have responsibility but like myself included whenever I see that like pro Anna diet shit on my TikTok I always try to like click not interested or block the creator because I'm just like I don't want to see another reaction video about this I don't want to see more content about this I just want it to like be done with mm-hmm. um, but curious of your guys's thoughts like when you see this type of stuff what you do with it and kind of like what you think about like the future of like wellness content or just like disordered eating shit that you see all the time too yeah i am very interested um i guess last thing that i added lastly to this document just because i saw an article about it is like the rise of like the honey and salt pre-workout which i have been seeing on tiktok like here Mm. and there i feel like it's been percolating for a few months but basically just like a lot of people taking videos of them typically in their car putting honey on like their their wrist with like some salt and licking it and like them claiming that it's like gives them the most insane pump and they like leave the gym feeling so energized um so it's definitely like a rise of like a natural pre-workout I don't really see anything wrong with this entirely. Like salt does replenish electrolytes and like honey is like a quick digestible, simple sugar. So like your body would immediately use it for fuel. And it's like technically going to be a cleaner option versus like most pre-workout energy drinks, which like that is just like such aggressive energy, like that space. Um, Cause they can contain like 500 milligrams of caffeine and like some here, some people can experience like tingling, tingling when they drink them Yeah, and like heart palpitations. No, I have a quick note on that. Um, yeah, the pre-workout. Yeah, you had a scary story about that. Yeah, I mean, I've had the tingles before with them. Whenever they have beta alanine, that's the one that makes you tingle. And like people mm-hmm. that buy, endorse and buy the product and whatever and post on TikTok about it, they're like, oh, it's normal. I'm like, I don't care if it's normal. It's not doesn't feel good necessarily. But mm-hmm. I did get this random product uh, that I, someone has informed me that is like an Alex Earl. Like it's the one that she starts her videos with. I got it in like a, when I went to an event, they gave it out in like a gift bag. I didn't even like notice it or whatever. It's called amino lean. It's like some pink lemonade shit. It has a lot of caffeine and like every single ingredient is like an amino acid. And so it's like mm-hmm. funny that like when st- it's just proof that stuff can be branded in any single way because I'm like, no offense or no tear shade to Alex Earl, but I don't think she knows what L-glutamine is. Yeah, no. she consumes it every single morning. Um, but I, I tried to scoop uh, or I ate one scoop of it. 
and I felt like I was shaking and I was really scared. Um, and I was supposed to have two scoops of it. So I was like, I'm like six feet tall too. Like I'm not like, like super tiny in any sense. So, um, warning on amino lean. If you have that in your life, uh, kind of concerning. Yeah. I'm just going to stick to coffee and be that type of person. Um, but I will just say that like, this is definitely not enough for fuel for a workout. So like, I think people are just using this solely as like a replacement for pre-workout, which I know like is just pre-workout is like a powder that you would drink. Um, but definitely still focus on consuming some fuel and food ahead of time so that you can feel super energized and strong and nourished during your workouts. So that's my only, my only advice in terms of that. But I feel like I have consumed honey and salt together in weird ways. So sometimes just like put my spoon into the honey jar with like salt and like a walnut. And then it's like a good little salty, sweet snack situation between meals or when I'm like cooking dinner. Yeah. I love some honey. Um, I've definitely done this before, but with like other stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I don't see it as that, you know, within the realm of everything we've talked about today, I feel like the honey and salt is like pretty chill of a, yeah, this is like low, low bar for us to criticize, but that's the episode. Um, as always, let us know what weird shit you get on your TikTok for you page. Um, be sure to follow some threads we've been threading i've been loving to see what the girlies are posting we love seeing your cmos girlies moments on instagram as well mm-hmm. warms my heart uh to see what the girlies are up to um and that's what i think i got how about you dog yeah i've got nothing else to add i hope everyone has a beautiful stunning week and we shall see you next week we'll see you then like comment subscribe you know all the things and we'll talk to you on tuesday <laughs>